Good morning. Uh, thank you for joining me on this uh, Friday uh, morning. Uh, if you look at me and I, I appear, uh, you know, clear-eyed, and uh, you know my my skin is uh, uh, rosy, and uh, I, I look healthy and well rested. Well, the reason is I recorded this the week before I went to student, uh, to uh, children's camp. And as you listen to this, I'm exhausted, just, just so you know that, okay? And uh, we'll hopefully be able to uh, come home and get IV fluids and get on oxygen on Saturday afternoon to be prepared to preach uh, the Word uh, on uh, Sunday morning, and we are excited to do that. Now, we're going to, have, we're going to be doing a second sermon uh, from the text, Acts 20, uh, 17 through 38. Uh, this morning we're going to zero in on verses 26 through 27. Uh, our, our sermon will be concerned primarily with 24 through 27. And uh, some things that uh, you can uh, be looking for, uh, again, we'll say some things about the, the realities of persecution and affliction. Uh, Paul alludes to it um, a number of times uh, throughout this, uh, this passage. Uh, it, 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 of course, uh, very much is, is somewhat of a farewell passage. It, it reminds me of John 17, of Jesus' final words to those uh, disciples. And so uh, we see here uh, Paul's perspective on his life, uh, that how he looked at his life, how he thought about his life, uh, that uh, his life uh, was given to the service of God. He trusted God uh, with uh, the circumstances of his life and that he uh, had determined that he would live as long as God had use for him in this world. And when God was finished uh, with him and his course was completed, uh, that he would uh, leave this world. And, and he did. And so he was content to live that way. And that's not any kind of pagan fatalism. That's just a, 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 a restful peace and certainty about the providence of God in, in all things. And so we see that. Uh, in Paul, I think it's something that we could certainly learn and apply in our own lives as we get so restless and anxious about many, uh, many things that uh, our, our lives are truly in his hands. Now, probably the main thing that I'll call your attention to this morning uh, are uh, what Paul says in verse 26 and 27. Again, reflecting upon this ministry in Ephesus. Therefore I testify to you that this day that I'm innocent of the blood of all men, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. So a couple of concepts uh, that as a, an elder, as an apostle, uh, Paul believed he was innocent of the blood of all men. This uh, uh, harkens back uh, to the Ezekiel passage uh, where he speaks about the watchman on the wall. Uh, that the watchman who sounds the alarm uh, will be found innocent of the blood of those who uh, uh, heard the alarm but did not respond to, in, to protect themselves. And so we sound the alarm. We preach this, uh, what he calls the whole counsel of God. And uh, Paul would uh, write in 2 Corinthians, knowing what it is to fear the Lord, we seek to persuade men that we are aware, both as individual Christians, but certainly as those that have accepted this call to eldership, to pastoring, to shepherding, that we'll give an account. And uh, that's a sobering thing. So we will give an account to God and that 
both we're concerned for the souls of others. We would desire they hear the gospel, that they repent and believe. And we're concerned that we would stand before God and God would level an accusation that, that we have compromised, that, that we've failed to, to accurately uh, present this whole counsel, the counsel, uh, the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation, uh, the, the emphasis of the law and the gospel, the law indicting us and that we're guilty before God and we need a Savior. That's the gospel. And so presenting uh, both of those things as they fit together and then calling uh, people, as we mentioned uh, the, on, uh, this past Sunday. We call them to repentance and faith, and we explain what those things are. And when we're dealing with children, as we are this week, uh, we spend a lot of time both explaining who Jesus is and what he did and, and how this is the good news of the gospel. This is the accomplishment by which we are saved. But it must be responded to, and it must be responded to appropriately. And uh, the, the whole idea of... Uh, of uh, what it means to be converted, to be born again, uh, how this uh, is uh, intrinsic uh, to uh, the uh, exercise of repentance and faith, uh, what the implications are for repentance and faith, uh, and how this uh, is displayed in the life who make the claim of having been uh, converted. So we want to be innocent before God. We want to pro proclaim this whole counsel. The reality is that's all I've got to say. That's all I've got to say is this whole counsel of God. We, we want to preach faithfully. We want to rightly divide uh, the word of truth and appropriately call for the response that's defined by Scripture uh, as repenting and believing. And uh, so uh, for those that don't understand what it means to repent and believe, then a part of that whole counsel is to explain what it means to repent and believe uh, and how we may know that we have repented and believed. And so uh, we look forward. Uh, to getting into this with you on uh, Sunday. I hope you plan on being here, and uh, I hope this is a blessing to your day, and we look forward to seeing you at North Clay for worship on this Sunday morning. God bless you.